podcast. Movie, movie, 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 podcast. Are you getting this? NCIS LA that they just have on mute right now. Welcome to the Movie, Movie, Podcast, everybody. Episode number 54, our welcome back episode. It's been a long time coming. I'm your host, Tiggs, and with me, as always, are Peter. Oh, yeah. It literally sounded like Alex. Hey. Oh, wow. And best for last, Russ. And that's the bottom line. <laughs> uh, and Can we... I do mine again? Yeah, oh, yeah. No. Go take it again. Take it again. And Alex. The, the, the Rock. Damn it. Wow. Uh, as you can tell, we're all in a wrestling mood right now. We came back from New Orleans not too long ago. We were down there for WrestleMania. And that's not a movie. It could be a movie. They show it. It was better than every other movie that's come out in the last month, with the exception of Captain America. It was... Wow, what a segue. <laughs> I like how you got that in there. <laughs> Give us the rust down for Captain America there. Oh, that's not what that was supposed to be. Oh. <laughs> I'm not even ready for that. But if you give me some time, I can. I like how you're like, just in case, Russ, the safe word is go to Captain America. <laughs> Not I, even a minute in. I was on some other stuff. Uh, <laughs> all right, I'm there. But, I mean, we don't have to do that right now. <laughs> do you want to talk oh, yeah, to about Let's just dance around, around it. <laughs> well, I like dancing around. Does, does anybody have any strong feelings that they need to get off their chest about WrestleMania? Um, having rewatched it today, okay. uh, there's a lot I don't. I didn't remember all that clearly because I guess I was close to blackout drunk and didn't have a voice. I would agree that you were. That was, we, I think we can all agree on that. But the show really still holds up. Yeah, it, uh, it was a lot of fun to, to rewatch. And the commentators really make a lot of it go so much faster. Yep. Now, now Russ, uh, kind of looking to the future for, for wrestling, uh, how do you think, do you think a Bray Wyatt face turn is possible or coming? A Bray Wyatt face turn isn't necessary and it's not coming, but if you get like two injuries, if like John Cena goes down and Daniel Bryan or whatever their secondary face guy is, Mm -hmm. it might be a necessary thing to turn him face for a little bit because his thing is like he is anti authority, like he could be anti authority. He's just against whatever you're about. So he can turn that the other way. I just don't think it's necessary. Yeah. So movies, huh? Well, we're just hold on. So Russ. (laughs) Now, what do you think? I was listening to uh, another podcast, the Power Bombcast, and they brought up the point that they think that that or I might have been a joke, but CM Punk coming back as the corporate punk and being uh, and like and that's how uh, like the main rivalry for Daniel Bryan at that point. Then, what do you think? I mean, that's the only way to bring him back and have him do something that matters right away, right? Because if, if he just comes back, it's going to be like, oh well, there's too many good guys right now. Yeah, there's way too many good guys right now. Right, totally. That would be awesome. I would love to see yeah. that. God. So let's get. Uh, so it'd be great if uh, CM Punk came back, but uh, he didn't know who he was because <laughs> Triple H has been torturing him hmm. and erasing his memory. All right. So he has to fight all the good guys. But I would him. watch. It. No, I could. I could see that working. I could see that working. Maybe not in a film, but definitely like in a wrestling <laughs> match. Definitely. See him looking at a, an exhibit about himself. <laughs> That was a pointless final, final scene. And you waited 15 minutes to see that. There were so many goddamn credits before that. And it they was... should have reversed the end credits. All right, I guess we should rust down Captain America. Uh, leading to that? Captain America. Yeah. Uh, the Winter Soldier. Directed by the Russo brothers. 
Steve Rogers struggles to embrace his role in the modern world and battles a new threat from old history, the Soviet agent known as the Winter Soldier. Cold. That really negates yeah. a lot of the major plot points of yeah. that movie. Yeah, that's but, that, that really boils that down to like this was just the main thread. Which not was, even was was really all like everything in this was a known secrets, right? I no, I don't. Like, if you know anything about comics or anything, like it all seems like it was very like they weren't playing it too close to the chest or anything. That, like, they, they weren't, but you, I mean, you still heard the oohs and the ahs in the theater when the reveal was made, didn't you? I mean, I because yeah. I, oh, no, I was like, I was like, all y'all bitches is dumb. I didn't even know. Even if you didn't know, really? No, I had no idea. I really, yeah. The only Captain America I ever read was like the first. A volume of of uh, Ultimates, and that was it. And then I never really touched it again. Oh, well, I get the, that. The, yeah, but it seemed like the marketing was pushing a little more to be like, to be like, oh, hey, everybody, it's Sebastian Stain. Uh, he's in this. Oh yeah, yeah. But they, they really the did. They shied away from it for a while, and it was amazing how and how what I think was a really great idea is that they didn't like try to uh, bump up the whole mystery of who is the Winter Soldier. Because with that, like, it would be spoiled in all of nine seconds. Right. Right. But it was more of just, oh, this is the movie, and it's not a mystery. This is just the dude that he's going to fight. And then the rest of the trailer is like, there's other things going on. Yeah. But he's going to fight this dude, too. I mean, I think if you look at, like, the J.J. Abrams con thing of last year, that's, like, the way that, like, a known or kind of maybe obvious or something secret can just blow up. Oh, I thought you meant J.J. Abrams con, like like a con, but I get it. Yeah, I, I, I totally. I'm with Russ on this. <laughs> oh, Abrams Con. Yeah. <laughs> the bi-monthly yeah. JJ convention. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the bye-bye JJC. Yeah. Bye-bye JJCC. Continue, Alex. <laughs> no, that was my point. It was that if you if you try sometimes too hard to keep something a secret, uh, when it's either obvious or disappointing or anything like that. Uh, it just ends up blowing up in your face. Well, and... I don't even know that JJ kept it a secret so much as he just flat out lied. <laughs> He's like, nah, it's not him. Oh, yeah, that's true. Well, it's a really shitty lie when you're a cover-up. He's, uh, he's uh, just a dude. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's it. This is a guy. He's some dude. You'll see. Don't worry about it. Like, it's like legitimately just like putting a lampshade over his head. Oh, that I would, <laughs> I would just like John to see that picture. Harrison. Wow. Well, either way, they, they did everything a lot better in this case. Yep. Dealing yeah. with that, that well, advertising and the marketing beforehand. I think strangely enough, even with that being a um, Star Trek, which has all this history, I think there was like just so much already going into the Captain America movie that I don't think a lot of people could even care about what the plot is. What do you mean? Yeah. Would just see it. Oh, Captain America 2, I'm going to go see that. I don't care what it's about. Oh, right. Oh, yeah, right. Okay. Totally. I mean, Marvel's kind of built up that kind of cachet at this point where, yeah, all right, it's a Marvel movie. I don't care. I'll go see it. It, it will be cool, like, which is like a testament to what they've done so far. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And definitely, well, you know, if they have a, a flub, I mean, at least at this point, even the mediocre ones haven't stopped people from going. So I think it would take a pretty shitty movie to derail people. Yeah. And yeah. like, think of, if you look back on Iron Man 2, that was a flat out bad movie that I still was like, all right, it's not. Like in retrospect, it's not good, but I didn't enjoy. I did enjoy sitting in the theater for two hours and ten minutes. Just afterwards, I was like, "Well, that was kind of dumb," and it's still like better than a lot of shit. I thought where Captain America, I think, beat out a lot of the other Marvel movies was in two areas. One, it had a story that was actually interesting. 
True. And the the fighting, the hand to hand fighting, was actually good. It wasn't like quick cut. It I could actually kind of see what was happening for a change, which was kind of cool. Right. For being dudes that directed episodes of Community, I don't get it. Uh, they they did awesome <laughs> with like action and big budgets and all this stuff. And making stuff look like kind of real. I don't get it. Huh. Uh, yeah. Okay, so Pete, uh, give me your thoughts on Falcon. Oh, I loved him. Uh, I know, I, that's why I'm asking for you for them. I thought it was such a great idea to just have him be a person. Right. And who doesn't need a backstory, and he's just like, oh, I'm this thing, because there's that thing that they could do with, like, an African-American character when he's just, when, when he gets something, he's just like, this is cool! Like, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm learning how to use something, like, that moment. And they always get it from the white guy, and it's like... Oh, my God, I was, I, I was so happy that he was literally just looked at Steve Rogers and was like, Oh yeah, I know how to. Use, I do this already. I was this. Oh, yeah. yeah, this is already my jam. Yeah, <laughs> it's uh, not no, that no. like uh, War Machine esque sort of feeling where it's like, can I can I borrow your whole fucking thing, please? Oh yeah, that was Terrence weird. Yeah, looking at the suit, going ah, uh, uh, next time. But, oh god, yeah, that was woof. Uh, so, all right, not not to get into too many spoilers or anything like that, but let's let us talk about the final or the the bonus scenes. Well, okay. let's talk about the bonus scene because the the last one wasn't anything. Bonus scene number two was oh uh, number one was cool. Yeah, bonus scene number yeah uh, that was neat. So it's sort of like the setup for uh, Scarlet Witch there and uh, Quicksilver. Yeah. yeah, and Baron von Strucker is going to be one of the other uh, villains in uh, Age of Ultron, which is cool. Uh, what other? What's the next movie? Is it Guardians, Guardians of the Galaxy? Yeah, yeah. which kind of doesn't have too much to do. I don't think with. The driving plots of these space uh, movies. Got Thanos. Yeah. So I think it's a little. So it's that, that's. I mean, uh, Guardians of the Galaxy is going to move them closer, I guess, to the end of Phase Three. Yeah. Right. With you know, with with the with the scene at the end of Thor Two saying that both the Tesseract and whatever that dumb thing in Thor Two was huh. um, were uh, are actually <laughs> Infinity Infinity Stones, not yeah. gems. Stones. Stones. Just just so we can hear Gary Oldman scream, where are the stones? <laughs> <laughs> that would be great. Um, so, Pete, well, we went and saw this at the 8 o'clock showing. Yes. Which was, uh, you know, you get the pretty good audience for that, for the most part. You know, you get, you get a lot of fans, a lot of clapping at everything. Oh, uh, I can't fucking stand that. <laughs> like People in theater every 30 seconds. It's like we get it. You you read a comic book before? Go suck a D. That's why I I, uh, I clapped when uh, Gary Shandling came on screen. Yeah, that was it. didn't take like clap for Gary Shandling just because. We oh yeah. yeah, Couldn't understand what what the thought process was was for people and clapping. <laughs> it was so weird, and I uh, you know it's fine. You know you're into it and everything like that. But well, at one point, just like big Gary Shandling fan. Well, yeah, totally. I mean, yeah, totally. Oh, it's fantastic. Just bring back the Larry Sanders show in the Marvel universe. His face looks weird now. He, well, he's yeah. aged like a raisin turning back into a grape. Oh, oh, that is that is a weird. That he is got a fish absolutely mouth. accurate. <laughs> Such a oh my gosh! When he whispers in that guy's ear, it was just so weird. Well, that was funny on, on Twitter. Uh, Matt Fraction, who is a uh, Marvel writer, uh, this story is not going to be interesting to anybody. <laughs> already started it. Oh yeah, so he's just like so he tweets. He's like. Uh, Oh, during the Marvel retreat, which is their yearly summit to think of the new big storylines coming up, 
Um, he's like, whenever anyone came up to you and whispered Hail Hydra in, in your ear, you knew they were writing an image book soon. <laughs> <laughs> and you got pissed at us for wrestling talk. Um, uh, that was nothing on topic. And I wasn't angry. I was bored. There's a huge difference. <laughs> How are you bored? You were there with us. You were literally talking about wrestling on a rooftop yesterday when we watched the final record fly off. Man, that was oh, still awesome. That's um, one uh, of the, I mean, one of the other big things about this weekend, I think we need to touch on right now is that Russ almost saw draft day. Oh yeah. Russ, you were going to go see yeah. draft day. Uh, I almost, I almost went yesterday and then I realized I'm on vacation. And then today I woke up and I was like, Ooh, I could go see draft day. And then I just realized I could do anything else. <laughs> yeah. Like no one is making me see draft day. No, but yeah. I don't, I feel like I owe it to football. To go see draft day, really? It's like I miss it so much. Okay, well, watch. There's many good football movies, but granted, there has been one in a long time. And Costner in a sports movie. It's hard to imagine that I won't even like not that I won't. Just well, let me let me have this. Isn't the whole For movie what? like a phone call or like multiple phone calls? Maybe. Okay. <laughs> I mean, I I was about to go see Oculus multiple times this weekend, and I didn't make it out there, so. I still, I still very well might see draft day. I'm thinking about Oculus soon. Maybe I have four more Easter days Sunday. of vacation. Oh, that's true. That's four days you go see draft day each time. You can see four draft days. I still might. <laughs> all right. It looks Actually, all right. In draft day, when Kevin Costner is looking through his little notebook about who to draft, they changed the names for different countries. Nice. Nice. Yeah, <laughs> Way to bring it back. Like it. Really big reference. <laughs> That was that was pretty funny though uh, to see like I think it was on I don't remember like Kotaku actually had a bunch of different uh, stills from different uh, regions so you could see all the different stuff that Captain America's writing down and which ones are always the same and which ones are always the same I don't, I don't remember Nirvana probably yeah man people really misremember them huh <laughs> what what you don't they just had a they just had a reunion with Joan Jet. No, I'm sorry. I'm, yeah. I'm, at St. Not... Vitus, yeah. yeah. I'm not saying I have any issues with Nirvana because, you know, they were awesome. But people, I think, remember them a little like they like they changed the face of music. Come on. I'm sorry, Russ. Are you going to tell me that music is the same? <laughs> <laughs> every yeah, song like, like them and mini disc players. They changed everything. <laughs> hey, I've got a mini disc player. Yeah, me too. I wanted one. We have mini display players and we use. That's how Alex and I stand out. Yeah. <laughs> How's what? that working for you? Not great. I, I left yep. it at my parents' house. The Wii U? Yeah. And brought the mini display with me, yeah, just in case. I mean, if I ever have to listen to Pink Floyd's The Division Bell, I've got it on mini disc, and that's it. <laughs> uh, well, how do you think, uh, you know, having a big star like Robert Redford was in, in uh, Captain America? You don't think it was like weird, distracting, or anything, or he's too old? I don't yeah. think he's a big star for that audience, though. Yeah, I, I think similar to Michael Douglas and Ant Man, like the target audience for these Marvel movies, which is like teenage boys or whatever, thirty-four or whatever. Like they don't know shit, so they like that. That reference is lost on them, and for older people or parents that are taking their kids to see the movie, it's probably like a nice nod for them. And it's just good to have like a like a talented actor in that role yeah yeah that's true and also that old uh rich evil guy from lost dude that guy cannot play a good guy to save his life no not at all I mean, he was fine in this like, he, he was, was they didn't give him a lot to say but i was waiting for him to like turn on everyone 
and be the Red Skull. Oh shit! That would okay. I'm in. Oh, what did you guys think of the transcendence of uh, Arnim Zola? <laughs> uh, when that door when they when that door opened and they walked in and all the computers, I got really excited. Oh, that was cool. Yeah, um, and I'm glad they went there with him. And I hope he's not dead. Yeah, I hope not, his like consciousness isn't gone. I imagine it went elsewhere. Uh, that yeah, that was super cool to see. Speaking of, does anyone? Does anyone in the world give a shit about Transcendence? No, no. not at all. Uh, it had a few zwams in the trailer, so I'm assuming <laughs> I'm supposed to go I see don't it. Get what, like, I don't feel it. It felt like news about that movie was like, here comes the best thing you've ever seen. Really? Well, I think it's just that like Chris Nolan's director, his like head DP, is finally getting to make his own movie, so people are mixing that up with a Chris Nolan movie. You know what? If it's actually good, I would be pleasantly surprised. There's no and way it's gonna I, be. No, I not such at all. Low expectations that you know that would be great, but I I don't hold up for that. It's, it's so it's just like uh, Johnny Depp's consciousness is then in a computer and it just keeps learning, getting smarter. Yeah, yeah sure. Is that I mean I don't know. It's pretty much no, it's, it. it's like everything gonna keep being Johnny Mnemonic. Is that what it's, we're going to now, guys? Johnny Five. Johnny Depp gets poisoned. Okay. He gets radiation poison from a bullet because this is a serious film. Um, oh, yeah, crazy. it's like these, like, 12 monkey-type, like, freedom fighters or whatever. Yeah. Okay. So, so his his uh, girlfriend, who is equally as intelligent... Of course. Because um, this is a movie. Yep. Uh, they, uh, she, she implants his, his consciousness into a computer. That's possible. That's possible. But then he's like, you know what? Something's gonna... Ha- I, I don't think uh, you guys... Run the world as good as my computer head does. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna uh, run the world better. And then he does, and then everything's better, and that's it. Ends happening. Yeah, that it seems so pretty good. good. Yeah, it doesn't seem all that bad. I voted, I voted computer okay, head uh, party. A, a new segment called the Pete Down. <laughs> the Pete Down, yeah, where he just <laughs> Pete stumbles, stumbles <laughs> through an uncom- upcoming film that he doesn't care about. Call it the Peter Out. Oh, <laughs> that was pretty good. That's pretty good. I will peter out any film you guys want. Uh, you know what? Uh, I could actually go for another rust down. Oh, okay, that's fine. I've, uh, of uh, the Grand Budapest Hotel. Sure. Just give me a second. <laughs> okay. But final, final thoughts on Captain America. I, for me, definitely the <laughs> second favorite of, or third favorite of all Marvel movies. Third? Uh, uh, so yeah, I guess yeah. Avengers, Iron Man, or Iron Man, Avengers, this? Yeah, Avengers, Iron Man, this. Yeah, that that's about right. Yeah, yeah probably. Something like that. It's good, yeah. Uh, I'll allow it. Okay. Get back to that sweet, sweet rust down. The Grand Budapest Hotel, directed by Wes Anderson. The Adventures of Gustav Eight, a legendary concierge at a famous European hotel between the wars. What? Oh. And Zero Mustafa, the lobby boy who becomes his most trusted friend. It's weird when you start reading a sentence and you realize it's like a (laughs) run-on. Yep, yeah. Well, that's what just happened. But this movie was enjoyable. Yeah. I, this is really yeah, good. I liked it. Um, uh, a lot of really cool, uh, just like interplay with uh, miniatures and uh, and just like the real world yeah. and everything like that. And just like really stunning. Uh, some of those just uh, like the simple like uh, elevator scenes and things like that. Yeah, I think once you reconcile the fact that Wes Anderson's never gonna make a movie that's close to normal ever again, no yeah. matter what, you can't make him. Yeah. Uh, and you just get get into his world, you'll have fun. I think this is one of the more like quote-unquote madcap 
type films that sure. he's made. I mean, yeah, still totally. Wes Anderson is fuck. Right. Well, I mean, but that's the weird thing. If you go back and you watch, like, Whoa. I don't know, even even te- even Life Aquatic. Even like, even Darjeeling, like he I, he went off the rails. I think around the time of the Fox movie. Yeah, I, I think playing around with that medium, he's like, why don't I do this with like uh, live action and just have as much fun as I possibly can. Absolutely. I, I'm not saying that he hasn't done it before as well. I'm just saying that it's still doing well. It no, well. no, but it's it's, yeah. it's it's incredibly different now. I think if you t- other than the fact if you take out the sort of the costume uh, and his his symmetrical framing, if you guys saw that video that was yeah, online, that is That's that was a really fun uh, video to watch. Yeah. The whole the whole fe- the whole speed of bits is so much faster. Uh, I think it's I think it, it's a, it's a lot more visual. Oh well, oh. Than a lot of his older stuff. Yeah. yeah, it's it's like when you look back at Life Aquatic. Yeah, the the aquatic scenes and stuff like that had that like fun animated flair to it. And then once he went the other the other extreme and made Fantastic Mr. Fox, he was probably just like, you know what? Fuck regular stuff. I want to make this weird kind of in my world stuff. And he's kind of gone like further into it with each yeah like with each film well i feel like it, it felt campier back when like during like life aquatic and stuff like that and now it just feels yeah. natural and like, i don't know that it's a necessarily a, a bad thing it's oh, no, just it's not, no. you're never going to see him make anything that's like close to normal ever again no. i don't think and that's fine Do you, I, no, mean, I mean you go you go to a west end but you don't necessarily go to a west anderson movie expecting that right no, no. yeah but that is also one of the most frustrating things about a west anderson movie is a west anderson crowd Jesus Christ! I went. I went and saw this at BAM, and I mean that's a more pretentious theater than most. But people like they have to let you know that they got the joke. And like, <laughs> it's a com- it's a comedy, right? Everybody got the joke. Like it's a it's a fucking straightforward comedy. Like don't be a dickhead. No, like, I, they have to laugh harder or louder. I was I was at uh, I went to the Wes Anderson Q and A at the Apple Store uh, like a couple days before it opened, and this, I don't think I'd be able to do that. This one lady asked the question. She started off with like, "I don't know how the rest of the feel uh, the group feels about Wes Anderson films, but I really love them." Like, trying yeah, like trying to get a reaction. Like, wow, because we're not just a bunch of people standing around this hot crowded Apple Store trying to listen to this guy talk. I don't know how awesome. you feel, New York City. <laughs> <laughs> Which is weird because uh, I had a, I had such a great experience when I Alex I think you saw it with me when we saw Moonrise yeah uh, and like uh, we were up in the balcony at Lincoln Center or or Union Square and there was these two like sixteen year old kids like three rows ahead of us that were apparently like really good friends of the main boy in it okay and they were just that like freaking funny. out the entire time <laughs> that's funny that's great I mean but they got like real excited and then afterwards it, it was really funny because you saw them it was like. They were really excited beforehand and excited when things were happening. Like when he kissed the girl and touched a boob, they were free. They were like giggling. <laughs> see, and then afterwards, it was just fun to see people be like, "I can't believe that was real." <laughs> see that that's a nice Wes Anderson theater experience. Yeah, and unpretentious, and it's like younger kids like having a good time with about their buddy. That's a nice story. I like that. You don't get that in most theaters. You get these pretentious. They only wear black turtlenecks, no matter how hot it is. People. Who suck? Who see these movies? With the exception of me, because I rule. <laughs> so uh, I guess actually, um, how do you guys think this this Wes Anderson movie stacks up in terms of like the characters and things? I've seen people say that uh, Ray Fiennes' character was like the best ultimate Wes Anderson character, and I've seen people say that he's just insufferable. I really loved him. Yeah, I thought he was great. Um, I thought he was great. Um, 
And when you know that this was originally Johnny Depp's like role, I, I'm even more enthralled by the fact oh, that it was Ray Fiennes. Because I could imagine this movie feeling a whole different way. I mean, granted, I have no love for J. Depp, but uh, it was cool seeing Ray Fiennes kind of have, have fun because he's been like menacing in a lot of movies yeah, lately or like a mean old jerk. So it was funny to see him like have a little bit more fun. Totally. Same for Adrian Brody. It was funny to see him be be like an asshole. Oh yeah, I, I really like Adrian Brody. But yeah, I, I think this fits into like the pantheon of his movies in terms of like strong, fun characters. Yeah, I think I think it's I think it's uh, in terms of what we talked about in terms of Wes Anderson's evolution. This is exactly where it was going, and I think what he wanted was almost perfected with Ray Fiennes' portrayal in there. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, I, the last thing I thought was like super duper funny was the. Um, scene with like all of the league of other um hotel dudes oh that was oh yeah the oh, phone call and that, and think of the cross keys what was it yeah the, like the, something yeah. like that yeah but i just loved how that scene didn't ever stop it went on like maybe two or three beats longer than you thought it would which made it even funnier to me yeah well that was the same thing with uh when they were going up to the mountaintop abbey oh yeah everyone kept asking yeah. if he was uh whatever his name was yeah, like I love that. I love that, that shit. Good, those are good. Those bits. are good bits. Yeah, and they're kind of like classic little goofy bits that lets me know that there's still like a normal person somewhere inside of Wes Anderson's weird old head. Well, yeah, but I, well, I mean, it, it almost like to say what we were saying before. Like that's the difference between that this and like the older ones is that his uh, older films uh, would have like a lot of toned down, quiet normalcy, and then leading up to that one ridiculous part. Yeah. Right. That sort of made it all kind of fit together and just feel great. And now it's more of uh, not. I don't want to say bitty, but yeah. but the whole yeah. thing is is absurdist. Yeah, right. But but, think, but like, with a serious tone at the end of it all. Because I think even like in some of the older films, like when there would be kind of like a melancholy or something scene, like even that would be kind of twee in some way. Yeah, right. Uh, and I think that like this found a really good balance within, like, the characters and everything, like, okay, yeah, you can have uh, little sad moments to try to, like, justify some of their weird behaviors and everything, but it didn't, like, I don't know, it didn't really, like, break the the tone or anything at all, and it didn't really feel like it was, like, trying to, you know, make you feel for, you know, refinance or anything, like, more than you should have. Right, and I thought, I thought that was, like, more impressive to see, considering I, I think this might be the most violent movie he's ever made. I think, yeah. Probably like people died and it was there was was a pretty gruesome shit. So for it to still be like as like goofy funny, I thought was interesting. Oh, what'd you guys think of Willem Dafoe? Loved him. Oh, he's always awesome. That's who I think Willem Dafoe is. (laughs) I feel like he didn't even have to act to be in that movie. That's what what he just does all the time. Yep. Just goes and fuck shit up. Mm Mm-hmm. I can see that. Yeah, you're right. I don't trust him. I wouldn't trust him. I mean, somebody did Spider Man. I'm not going down that path. <laughs> Peter. <laughs> um. Okay. You know what? Let's let's take it down a notch, I guess, because I kind of want to hear some thoughts on uh, the latest Lars von Trier epic. Mm-hmm. I get. I, I don't know what, uh, but Nymphomaniac parts one and two. Which, uh, Alice, have you seen any of this? I did not see any of this. Yeah. No. So so it's just Peter own. and Russ have both gone okay. through this. Uh. Yeah. Let's say it like we're creeps. <laughs> Oh, no, I think that's actually probably the right the right way to go about it. Fine, fine, fine. I'm a fucking creep. I don't care. There you go. No, you're on a list now, Russ, just so you know. <laughs> yeah. That's fine. Uh, yeah. Part one, I, I really, I think me and Russ kind of differ on this. I think part one's fantastic. It's a little bit sillier at parts, 
Um, and I, but I think there I, between her and uh, Stellan Stellan Skarsgård yeah. yeah are are really great. And I and I think that when it starts off like the the whole sort of storytelling uh the the method seems a little corny at first mm-hmm. just with her diving into the story, but I really like where he goes with it and the sort of things that uh the two of them start talking about in terms of her ridiculous past and how he can always sort of, sort intellectualize, of intellectualize it. it. Yeah. With like, oh, uh, and, then, and then it ends at a really it, well it ends in with like some really weird parts and Uma Thurman is crazy. Yeah, that scene is great. That scene's nuts. And then it ends in this weird part, and part two kicks up, and it's a little bit, like, it's a lot, it's got a more serious tone, I think, and it's a little bit sadder. It's like the Kill Bill volume two. Okay. It really does. (laughs) Sorry, Alex. I I mean, I know I said I like uh, two a little bit better than one, and it's not by, like, a mile or anything. They're very, very close. If, If it were up to me, I really did like the last half of volume one and the first half of volume two. Like that was where I was most invested with the movie. Cause it took me a little bit to get into it. And then by the end I was like, all right, this shit's got to end. Cause I don't like where it's going. Mm-hmm. Uh, but everything in the middle was like kind of all right. There was no reason this movie needed to be four hours. Yeah, I mean, is it, just ex- is it excessive in every sense of the word? Are you saying that like, it needs to be five hours? Yeah, I, <laughs> yeah, I know. That's why I don't think I'd be able to get through that because I watched. No, I watched like, the first I, hour, took a break, and then watched the last three hours straight through. That was I think very. That's cool. a pretty great. I think actually the one part that I don't think is that great is when she meets up with uh, when she was still young and meets up with Shia LaBeouf again and works for him. I didn't love that at all. I don't think that's I also hate him. Oh, how how is he in that? It's, what's up with his accent? Does he have he look like oh, his accent's the dumbest thing in the world? He has like an English accent that comes and goes like Whoa. like the wind, and it's pretty awful. He isn't famous anymore. So. Well, that's true. That's yeah. true. We shouldn't even be talking about him. Exactly. I don't even know who. He is. Uh, um, where am I? <laughs> they made the whole thing of like, oh, all the se- there's no the sex is simulated and it's it's graphic. The only graphic part is Shia's dick going in her. Yep. But that's not even. That's Different stunt dicks, right? Right. Oh, I don't know. I thought it was stunt dicks. It's stunt dicks. It's probably stunt dicks. Stuntdicks.com. That's com. the only thing. The rest of the movie isn't graphic. The rest of the movie's sad. Yeah. Also, uh, patent pending on stuntdicks.com. Just saying right now. We're taking that. It's nice to see Christian <laughs> Slater in a movie. Skin. Can, <laughs> Mr. Skin, can we make Mrs. Stuntdick? Mrs. Stuntdick? Yeah. All right. Yeah, we can do that too. That'll be, that works. Right. So it'll be just like Kevin Bacon. <laughs> Harvey Keitel and Bruce oh, Willis. Yeah, we got ourselves a thing going here. <laughs> um, well, okay, now, uh, Pete, I, I know, I know how Russ feels about most Lars von Trier's movies because love them. Yeah, exactly. But I don't know how <laughs> you feel about any seen of them. A ton of them. I have, really like Dancer. No, I really like Dogville. Okay, the first one or the I second one, or the third one? Did, was there a third one? I don't know I that know, the third one ever came out. Oh, I whatever think that's what I thought. with Nicole Kidman, and okay. it's just done on a empty stage. Yeah, that was, yeah. Nicole Kidman was that's in the first good, one. Yeah. yeah, that was very good. Yeah. yeah, I think that was great. I didn't see Manderley. Okay. I didn't either. I didn't see Melancholia. Okay. I lo- that's such a beautiful movie. I need uh, to see that. I one. I do like uh, Antichrist. Okay. I like it. Yeah, not one as one can like that movie. I like it. Breaking the waves. No, Russ, Russ loves way I more than it. anyone. And- I watch it a few times a year. Wow. Just to keep me right. That's like me in Lockout. 
<laughs> no, it's I not... understand that. Tiggs, I understand where you're coming from watching Lockdown. <laughs> it's a classic tale. It's, old as, it's a tale as old as time. Exactly. Yeah. Song as old as... Did you see Breaking the Waves or anything like that, Pete? No. no I okay. think I just... Just those. So I think I've seen four of them. Okay. And or unless I just named three films. Do you, I think you, you should... might have. But <laughs> You should take the Von Trier Challenge. See them all. Yeah, and tell us oh, how, tell if you come out of it alive. <laughs> if you still like being a human after, good for you. So does it, <laughs> to, uh, to you, does it feel like a, a Von Trier film? Like, uh, oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, just like dripping with Von Trier. Oh, when you say it like that. Okay. Uh, no, yeah, it's a, t- it's a total Von Trier. It's, it's weird. Uh, it's poetic. It thinks it's smarter than it might be. Uh, <laughs> yeah no i agree i just i'm just i like that russ literally just pointed it out just like flat out says it but uh sometimes like he does nail it uh in terms of being like a smarter movie than maybe it should be and then sometimes he's making something that's a little self-serving this i think falls closer on the self-serving side whereas like melancholia to me is like an infinitely better movie because I think he was actually trying to make something that was interesting and good as opposed to something that was going to make people talk about it. Okay. Yeah, no, that makes a lot of sense. Yeah, because I got to say, uh, Nymphomaniac definitely did have a lot of, like, Mark, I feel like it was the, the one voucher movie that had the most, like, stories on blogs and yeah. things about it. Yeah, totally. Yeah, and, like, for a movie that was going to be in this in this country for all of, what, like, a month, yeah. maybe? Yeah, still going. Like, people won't shut the fuck up about it. I'm like, he's had much wider releases. Yeah. That's weird. Actually, yeah. I, I, that was very weird. I don't think I could I could sit for, like, five hours and watch this, though. God, no. No. Is it just difficult? Is it, is it that – like, how great – There's nothing in the plot that, that requires you to, to sit there for that long and watch oh, this. Oh, okay. So that just seems like it's a lot of pacing. I, think, yeah. I, th- I really did think it broke up pretty well. Okay. I watched it. I watched part one one night, part two the next night, and I think that was pretty great. Okay. Hmm. What did you think of the stuff with Jamie Bell? I thought that was great. Me too. Turned I that was the, <laughs> that part had me the mo- actually the most invested in it. I was so fucking scared for her child. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's that's the point. I was like, wait a second, is this just the beginning of Antichrist in a second? Yeah, but I thought all the Jamie Bell stuff was super good and weird. Are you guys giving this a, a yippee or a skippy? I mean, if you have no... I we're doing those now. <laughs> if we're calling No, I that. just want to know... If, I actually want to know if I should watch this. I'm oh, curious do it. I should spend four hours... If you have any curiosity about it, then I'd say yippee. If you could name five other more important things you have to do tomorrow, Alex, I'll say go ahead and skip it. Okay. Right, go, Alex, go. Five, go. Number five. Go, five. Um... I actually have to um, uh, renew uh, my health care. Okay, that's that's one. So that's a... That's... Uh, I got to do a show. I got to do an improv show. Oh, that's two. Oh, shit. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah we got that tomorrow, guys. I legitimately <laughs> I forget our shows tomorrow eight times a day. Yeah. That's a lot of times a day. Uh, I got to... Ah, shit. I'm actually... I might be running out soon. You got a yippee. That's right. like four hours, though. <laughs> it's, not, it's not a small So health care takes ten minutes. That's, that's, a, that's a phone call. That's, that's calling in and just saying, hey, I'm still oh, alive. Then just watch Nymphomaniac while you're on the phone call. What's that? No, I'm sure. Uh, what's that? that Can you confirm your address to me? <laughs> um, what's going on in the background? Is that Shia LaBeouf pretending to fuck? Maybe. Maybe. Maybe it is. Oh, we're going we're gonna to discontinue your conference. 
Um, okay, yeah, I, I do want to see this at some point, but I think I need to be in the mood. I mean, like, uh, <laughs> in the... <laughs> I, don't think, I don't think there's a mood. Tyson's gonna light some candles. <laughs> Yeah, like I was like, you gotta like close all the blinds everywhere. Like, make sure that there's like, no. you have to sequester yourself into a room. To be honest, because this is one on VOD, and that's how I plan on on watching it. But um, I don't know if this is the kind of movie you watch alone or with other people. Like, is it better? Is it less weird to watch this movie in like a room with friends that you laugh about it? Do you do you laugh about it? Yeah, sure. Okay. Or is it not even like is the sexiness of it like something that was? It's important? not sexy. No. Okay. Really no is. boners will be had. All right, good. What do you mean, good? Uh, good. I don't know. Yeah, good. <laughs> that, was, that was weird. <laughs> that was that was one thing about so the movie mad. that almost made it a skippy. <laughs> that there were no boners. Yep. Hmm. Interesting. Um. I guess speaking of boners, Under the Skin came out. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. The Can trailers we... are like, if this is the new Kubrick, so. <laughs> Yeah, everyone keeps see it, you bitch. Yeah, everyone keeps kind of comparing the director to Kubrick for some reason that I can't figure out after seeing this movie. Um, I can tell you why. Give it to me. It's because he wrote the film Birth. Okay. So maybe you saw it. I, I didn't see Birth. I've seen Sexy Beast with I that big-headed little boy. Oh, interesting. Okay. That played Artie in that shitty X-Men movie. Oh, okay. <laughs> And Nicole Kidman, maybe you saw that movie? Where a young boy attempts to convince a woman that he's her dead husband reborn? Maybe you saw it? I didn't see that. That, What? Well, now you don't get it. I love love Sexy Beast. Yeah. And I did enjoy Birth. Okay. Why did you see Under the Skin? I had stuff to do. There you go. Uh, So it's really weird because most of this, well, a lot of the, I don't know, first 45 minutes, hour of this movie is you just watching Scarlett Johansson drive around and try and pick up guys. Like, oh, it must be really hard for her. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, first off, yeah, seriously. And then uh, there's, like, a hidden camera in the in the truck, so, like, none of the people are really actors that she's bringing in. Uh, and that's that's pretty much the Wait, first... What? Yeah. Uh, so there's only... Well, there's no... Well, I guess there's one pseudo-sex scene, and it gets kind of weird. Uh, let's just say that, you know how... In Brown Bunny, it was a terrible idea to have, like, a 30-minute driving scene. Well, this, they break up that one driving scene into, like, multiple different parts so you don't notice that it's 30 minutes. And somehow, I guess that's supposed to be better. I don't know. Mm. Not the scene I thought you were just going to describe. Yeah, it's not, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I really not I really thought... Wait, she gave him head in a car? No. <laughs> uh, so, the only time... <sighs> yes, there is nudity in this. Apparently, it's ScarJo. I mean, I- I'm pretty sure there are, there's a body double for two of the naked scenes, but one of them definitely looks like... It's like her looking at herself in a mirror... And I, unless there's like it's CGI'd or something, uh, I guess it's full. Wait, but after she looked at herself in the mirror, did she eat a light bulb? Yeah. Okay. No. What? What is that reference? I don't. Oh, no one has seen that preview for uh, Oculus. <laughs> no, no, I haven't. Oh yeah. Spoilers, guys. Wow. Shit. At first, at first in my head, I was like, oh, you know what? Maybe Oculus could be good. And then it's the preview that legitimately. Uh, uh what's? Oh God, now I can't remember her name. Karen Gillan's like. Looking in the mirror, it's like, oh, I guess that's fine. And then she looks down at the table, and there's an apple and a light bulb. Oh, oh that's right, yeah. She takes a bite and then looks down and realizes she took a she bite took of the, the light, bulb. light bulb. I forgot about that. Uh, yeah. uh, you never been that drunk? 
No, Pete just pees on computers. Don't worry about it. Oh, burn. <laughs> um, I really... Exactly. I, I wanted to know why That's Oculus time. had like a 75 on Rotten Tomatoes at some point. Like, uh, I don't know. Maybe four people saw it and three of them liked it. That still <laughs> seems unlikely. <laughs> I'm sorry. I don't know. I like haunted Mirror movies. movies by the guy who literally four years ago or whatever made the Haunted Mirror movie Oculus. So you don't think he did nothing but perfect it for three years? <laughs> he just keeps shopping around this one idea he had. <laughs> it's like, look, I did a 60-minute version of this a couple of years ago. I think that we I can update it. it. I got this. <laughs> like, I've seen Chernobyl Diaries. You guys could, you guys could fork over the money. That was a terrible movie, too. Not bring that up. Uh, but yeah, Under the Skin, kind of boring. Uh, and then it just sort of ends. I don't know. I mean, is it visually stunning? Like, what? They're selling us Kubrick, so... They're, I don't, like, there are times that it feels it, or that it feels weirdly obscure, but Kubrick's... I don't know, you so could... It's actually, you're saying this movie's about the moon landing. That's exactly what I'm saying. It's he... <laughs> this director actually faked uh, the moon landing back in 19... 19- yeah, it wasn't Kubrick, it was him. But did this movie teach you everything you need to know about being a human being? No! Then why did they say that in the trailer? This is, it's so, it's so dumb. I don't, there's no one that teaches anyone yet. I mean, I guess maybe, oh, is that, that's the whole cycle of it, is the being birth and then, spoiler, death at the end? Yeah, sure, uh, I, I get it. Fuck this director, I guess, at this point, or whatever. <laughs> um, I, like, there's, I, I don't know, you're being learned something from like, oh my god, uh, a person's dog is being washed away, so the wife goes in after it. Now the wife's getting washed away, so the husband goes after it. Now the husband's getting washed away, so the swimmer goes and saves him. And the husband runs back to go after the wife. And they leave their infant child on the beach. And they all die. And then you hear a news report about it later. And that's it. Yes, but Bucky is uh, the Winter Soldier. Spoilers! (laughs) Holy shit! Now, if we really want to talk about visually stunning films then we should talk about The Raid 2. Oh, my God. Because from the opening shot of this movie, all through the two and a half hours of fucking brutal violence to the end, it is you just can't take your eyes off the screen. You're just you're literally, like, analyzing every bit of the screen, seeing everything that's going on, and then, like, kind of trying not to cringe too much in horror so that you'll miss something. But there is... Oh, when they dropped that guy in the, uh, the, uh, the cooking sheet, that was rough. Yeah, did everyone see it? Or just me and yeah. Alex did. It's fantastic. It's great. Yeah. It's I I granted I, I have I've watched some of the first one, but I haven't watched it all again yet. Oh, I've watched it like five times. I haven't seen it since the theater. I really want to rewatch it, but I think uh I watched it last I think, night, uh, I watched it Friday night. <laughs> Gareth Evans uh allowed himself to be a little bit more stylistic with this one. Totally. And I think it came out perfectly. I like the like the slow opening of the bathroom door rumblings. Oh, fantastic. so good. So Especially good. when it like, cuts in and out of that. It really builds it up. Yeah. Well, also, yeah, this movie takes its time a lot more. It's, uh, it does, but it still gets to stuff really cool. Like, it gets to it before yeah. it's it, before you're too bored. Oh, I mean, yeah, it's sad that, like, 15-person rumbles in a prison and the beginning are like, that's <laughs> just getting warmed up. Like, yeah, <laughs> there is so much more shit, and it just goes so much more over the top than you could ever possibly expect. But it just holds it all together. Uh, and so this, he actually, I guess, wrote this one before the first raid, but this was just going to be way too expensive to do. So then they were just like, oh, we should just do this one in a single building. Yeah. Hooray. Solved. That works. Yeah. Yeah. Raid one was great. No. And then, but Raid two, I really, I need to go back and see it again, or just it yeah. needs to come out like really quickly because I need to see it. Again. I need to see that if I am not that bored by you know by all the bits in between. Yeah, that that's the one thing I'd, I'd say. Too. You definitely feel the length. Yeah. 
Well, the, I mean, all that matters is if 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 the the you know the twenty minute ending sequence still holds up. Oh God, yeah, that would be. I that loved be. how it ended too. Like the very end, I thought was really well done. Every, I mean, I mean, what? Pretty good. <laughs> whole thing Definitely the best yeah. action movie of the year, right? We guys agree. So far, I don't know. You did see sabotage? It wasn't sabotage. I'll tell you that much. <sighs> Don't see sabotage. <laughs> and hey, we, none of us went and saw Three Hundred: Rise of the Empire. That could be the best action film of the year. Hey, hey, hey! You can't have a conversation about best action movie of the year and not include Need for Speed. <laughs> These you are, can't. That is one movie that I really thought that I was going to see in theaters. You did? Yeah, no, I didn't. What? I don't understand it. <laughs> like, well, no, but I thought like you know, video adaptation and Paul cars. Yeah, yeah, that sounds. I thought it would work it would on be... some level. I mean, I knew it would be terrible, like, but I still want to see. know how it. terrible. But I fucking saw sabotage, so I yeah. Got... But sabotage to me, on until you said it looked like shit, I was down to see it. Really? Okay. You got Arnie. Mm-hmm. You got Terrence Howard. Yeah. Where can you go wrong? So bad. You no, know, everyone should just see it and then come back and tell me I'm wrong at that. But no, sabotage was awful. Horrendous. Um, when have you disagreed with the three of us? Every single time. That's why I'm assuming that yeah. you guys are going to come back and do that. I love it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. yeah you are the harshest of us. Yeah, well, I'd like to see myself as that. <laughs> you, oh, so you're playing a character. <laughs> can't, can't break, break, can't break kayfabe. kayfabe. Yeah, exactly. Come on. We all know this. Uh, mm-hmm. What do we have coming up next month? Or, actually, we're not done talking about the Raid 2 yet, are we? It's fucking, you know, yeah, we are. Fine, it's great. It's great. Oh, it's, 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 it's a go see it. There's no reason not to just go see it. It's more enjoyable than, a, than any other movie out right now. Oh. Except Captain America 2. That's sure. great. Everybody shut no, the fuck No, up. I would say The Raid 2 is probably more enjoyable than Captain America 2. Uh, but it's not going to be more enjoyable than Brick Mansions. I am excited for that oh. movie, and I also need right. to see that movie hard. That is the best title for you a movie will. in a long Just time. I know one thing about you. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, it's going to totally be a yippee, not a skippy. There has to be an 8 o'clock showing of that, right? Because we're going to go on I that Thursday. The RZA and Paul Walker? Ugh. Yeah. Don't even home. get me started. And then a French dude? <laughs> yeah, I'm like, whatever. French dude from cool. B12? District B12? Wait. We also have a Haunted House 2 coming out. I'm not. We got Transcendence. You know, I'll probably see it, but no. Oh, oh, interested. oh, we have The Other Woman. <laughs> I think the next movie I want to see is Amazing Spider-Man 2, which I don't really want to see. Wait, so you're going to skip Brick Mansions? Yeah, what? Oh, no, that's the one. I meant after Brick Mansions. Oh. Brick Mansions is this weekend, right? Yeah, no, it's next weekend. weekend. Oh, yeah, this weekend is Transcendence, uh, which I... I, I... <laughs> Maybe I'll save draft day for Friday and just see that and <laughs> and transcendence and transcendence in the same day. Double feature. That would be. I don't know. I know, <laughs> but I can also get like shit hammered. Okay, How good is Johnny Depp's character in Transcendence is at drafting a football team? <laughs> oh, see now if they just use Johnny Depp's like computer brain to figure out what the best drafts. Oh, see this now transcendence day. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Johnny Depp's character is just like, and I'm also currently winning 14 different uh, <laughs> fantasy football leagues. I don't know why I thought 14 would be the most. <laughs> yeah. So that's a large number. 14. Yeah, 14. <laughs> weird. Spider-Man 2 is in like two weeks. Is, yeah. that, is that the Brick same week Man. as Brick Mansions? No. It, oh. uh, next week is Brick Mansions. The week after that's Spider-Man. The week after that's Neighbors. Huh. I want to see 
what is it? Owner, uh, only lovers left alive. That's been that leaked like eons ago. That's the Jarmouche, right? Yeah. Yes. yeah. Okay. I started watching it, and then I realized I was not in the right headspace for that. So you watched Nymphomaniac of... instead? Oh, yeah. <laughs> All 30,000 hours of it. That's a lot of Nymphomaniac. Did you finish Blue is the Warmest Color? Yeah, I loved it. Okay. Super good. I need to, I need to finish Sad. Watching. Yeah? Yeah. Oh, wow. Okay. Sadder than Nymphomaniac? Uh, yeah, because it's a thousand times better. Okay, there you go. And they're playing real people. <laughs> Not Von Trierians. Okay. Uh, <laughs> We're Von Trierians. Okay. Oh, do you think that there's just like a village somewhere? No, I think it's going to be like a new series of bad guys on Doctor Who. <laughs> like Von Trierians. <laughs> that would, I'm interested. Can we get can someone, like email someone that? I'll talk to Peter Capaldi. <laughs> I'm, whoa, okay, never mind. <laughs> I was about to say. <laughs> <laughs> I got quite a lot of pull. (laughs) Did any of you guys have any interest in Muppets? No one saw Muppets. Uh, No. Nope. Not after the last one. I don't think America had the interest in Muppets, which is so weird. I think just, I think it it really lacked the charm of, of of the trailers for the first one. It also seemed like it was playing really young. Yeah. Like with that, like with a stupid international kind of caper, it seemed like it was like a G-rated Muppet movie, not like a smart PG-rated Muppet movie with some jokes that kids maybe won't get, and it would be fun for adults. Did not get that feeling at all. The dumbass accents though were driving me insane. Yeah, yeah, those were pretty bad. Yeah, but I don't think it even did all that great. No, it was it 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 left theaters pretty quickly. The first one was in, yeah, yeah. Check that out because the, the first, first one came out. Of, was huge. Oh wow! It's only it. The budget was fifty. It made forty-five million. Ooh. So I guess that's it for that. Is that just domestic or is that worldwide or worldwide? Sixty million. Wow! They're done. That's wow. it. All right. No more Muppets. Muppets. Muppets are over, guys. Muppets are over. Wow. Muppets in foreclosure. I'd see it. That's the new. All right. That's yeah. <laughs> All right, Let's... anybody have anything else, or do you guys just want to wrap this up? Because uh, you've already missed I, the first I half hour bad, of Raw. I saw bad words. Don't see bad words. You saw bad words? Yeah. Do you only have good. bad words for it? Yeah, it, it's, a, it's mediocre. I mean, rather, it's not like the worst thing in the world. It's, uh, Can you spell mediocre? It's Bateman directed, uh, you know, it's like kind of him as a bad Santa-ish type character, you know, uh, a four-year-old guy who enters spelling bees and I, says since... like, gross stuff to kids. Since, since when did being bad, insert whatever here, become like a genre? Uh, it, bad it, Santa. Uh, There's bad Santa, bad, bad judge, bad, oh, bad judge bad is coming teacher. out. Bad, bad teacher. teacher, bad work. Like, I hate that you just put bad in front of some something and then, like, assholes in movies laugh at the trailers. As I have you know, that this has all just been part of my, my movie Bad Podcast. <laughs> Take us home. You can find us on the web at MovieMoviePodcast.com. You can find us on Twitter at MovieMoviePC. You can email us your thoughts, comments, complaints, or your fake movie Fridays to MovieMoviePodcast at gmail.com. And you can find us and rate us on iTunes by searching for The Priest and the Beekeeper, which is the name of our improv troupe. We host the show the, the usually the third Thursday of every month at Long Island City's The Creek and Cave, but this month it's the third Tuesday of the month, which is tomorrow, the 15th. Of April, so come on out <laughs> to Long Island City. <laughs> Gotta get that context. <laughs> yeah. 
Pelagatsu is the creek in the cave. Because why not? What are you doing? Can you name five other things that you have to do besides go and see our show tomorrow at the creek in the cave? If you can't, then you should probably come on out. Uh, yeah, it's been a long time since we've done one of these. Uh, I guess we'll probably do one in a couple weeks, but uh, not too many movies coming out. We could do just one on nothing but Brick Mansions, but hey, we'll see you guys soon. Thanks for being here with me, guys. Do you guys remember the movie G-Force?